1: Bora hey, iconic army. Bora hey. So, where we left off last episode, we were anticipating potentially getting pre sale codes from Ticketmaster mm-hmm. to get tickets for Minyuki's concert. Yes. We did not get pre sale codes. Neither of us. Neither of us. But we did get tickets. We, we did. The story's crazy. And we're going to talk about it. We are so excited to dive into it. Yes. We also today are going to be talking about On the Street, which we told you was coming out soon. And we could not wait a full two weeks to talk about it. We are here next Thursday talking about it right now. Of course. We had to. We have to. Welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla.
0: And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. Yeah, like we were saying today, we're going to talk about the Suga ticket sale processing. And then we're also going to talk about On the Street, J-Hope's new single with J. Cole.
1: But before we get into it, we want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for all of your support. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our Google Docs, our monthly virtual Iconic Hangouts, and our sound checks, please consider joining us on Patreon at Patreon Patreon.com slash standing BTS. Um, this month's iconic hangout is next Monday, and we are going to be playing Wings Jeopardy! So mm-hmm. join us.
0: Yes, join us for that. It's gonna be so much fun. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes, but any type of support is super appreciated. Thank you all for being here and for listening.
1: Yeah, thanks, Iconics. Also, happy Women's History Month, and hopefully you will support Trades of Hope this month, which is that great website and charity that connects women artisans all over the world to people who want to buy their amazing handcrafted goods and what a great way to support women this month
0: yeah and also get a little gift for yourself yeah, yeah. or someone else yeah or a woman you love yeah that's a great oh my gosh. great way to celebrate, celebrate, celebrate the it women in your life yeah yeah Okay. So let's get into the sugar ticket sales. This whole thing. Right. Yeah. This is a story. Neither of us got the presale code, which it seems like 40 to 50% of armies who signed up for one did get one, but there was another like 50 to 60% of armies who didn't. Right. And so it was really shocking for us. Like we were in disbelief because we are so fortunate that we've always gotten a code up mm-hmm. to this point. So it would just, I just couldn't believe it when I saw my email and it said that I was on a waitlist. I'm like, oh my gosh.
1: I like when I saw that I was waitlisted, I immediately thought, well, Bethany will definitely have it. Like she'll have it for sure. She's always gotten gotten it. it. Yeah. So the fact that you were waitlisted also, I just think is crazy. Yeah. It was super surprising and it was like, okay, now we have to figure out something else to do. We felt
0: pretty helpless because Ticketmaster made it very clear that Army pre-sale like if you have the membership like that might be the only ticketing that happens like the verified fan and just like the general sales most likely aren't going to happen. And which, even
1: Big Hit had said that in their press releases too. Yes. So it was like we were hearing it from everybody that we should trust about that info. If we don't get it during pre-sale we're probably yeah. not going to get it.
0: So we're like, we have to figure out how we're going to get these tickets while we're not able to actively be a part of the ticketing process. Oh my gosh. So we had a lot of really wonderful, generous armies who wanted to help us get tickets. Yeah. Some iconic armies. Iconic armies. Yeah. Yes, iconic yeah. armies. And we were pretty set on needing to go on May 6th because it's just like our schedules and how it was going to work out going to Rosemont. Like that was just how it was going to work best for us. Mm-hmm. So Melody, she's one one of the Iconics who reached out to us who was also trying for May 6th and she said that she was going to try her best to get us tickets and unfortunately she wasn't able to get us tickets Mm -hmm. and it just came down to like it was chaotic. I mean we're it's all secondhand. like we don't know exactly what that ticketing process was like.
1: We only know from previous experience with Ticketmaster which is that Whenever you click on a ticket and you think you have them in your cart, then it says another fan has beaten you to it. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just that a million times until maybe you get lucky. Yeah. But also what's new about this experience that you and I haven't personally experienced before is the platinum pricing. Yeah. And that's what Melody was experiencing. So as the longer that it was taking her to find a ticket that was not already beaten by another fan, the more that prices were going up. Yeah. Like, I don't even I don't think that Melody was able to get tickets for herself because tickets kept getting more expensive and more expensive yeah yeah and it's just so unfortunate that that was happening to so many armies. so many
0: armies mm. I heard of armies that they got it in their car and they thought that they were paying a certain price and then by the time they went to go check out it was the money somehow like doubled that's crazy
1: That's so ridiculous. Like, that's criminal. Yeah. I mean, that's why Ticketmaster is, like, being sued right now. Right. Right? Like, the Swifties took them to court. And, I mean, this does need to be be investigated. It needs to be addressed. Because Ticketmaster, like, really has a monopoly on... All this concerts, types of concert, yeah. Know, t- these I this can't say event. all concerts, well, but
0: these massive concerts these, with arenas a and lot stadiums. of these events,
1: right? Arenas and stadiums that are being sold, they sell through Ticketmaster, mm. and if there's no other choice for the fan, then but to buy through Ticketmaster, and then Ticketmaster makes the rules on how expensive the tickets are, right? And the tickets go up depending on the amount of traffic on the website, which you're doing a pre sale. Of course, there's gonna be like crazy traffic on yep. the site. So. Right.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, it really is just a great way to pad the pockets of that company. And I mean, I truthfully don't know how much more money like Yungi or Big Hit is making off of these inflated ticket prices. Like, yeah. I don't know if Ticketmaster makes that information public. You Probably know, not. I would yeah. doubt that. I don't know the specifics um, or details of that. I know that artists can opt into not having platinum pricing it's something they like have to opt out of using and we were just discussing last week like I'm sure that they portray this pricing to artists in a way that makes them want to do it want yeah. to do it it sounds mm-hmm. like oh it's a win-win situation it's I a mean, great
0: it's new to us surely it's new to them mm-hmm. too so there might not be a whole lot of knowledge around it yeah
1: I just mm-hmm. I really don't want to place blame on anyone besides ticketmaster oh, for yeah. this type of service it's being enacted it's their system enacted. it's their system and so it was just really unfortunate to see everybody all over social media talking about these prices talking about not being able to get tickets because of the prices mm-hmm. and then seeing the seeing the tweets go out saying like even from ticketmaster saying that these Set these shows are sold out completely sold out, but we know that there are tickets being resold on social media for thousands more dollars than oh, or yeah. hundreds more dollars than what they were originally priced at and it's all this resale market now which is ultimately the route that we ended up going as you and I were looking into StubHub because when we went to see Enhypen we had two extra tickets to Enhypen that we ended up selling on StubHub yep. and so we felt pretty comfortable with it and Cause
0: we had done a lot of research because yeah. we wanted to resell our tickets in a very like ethical way mm-hmm. in a way
1: that like we felt that the tickets would get delivered to that person. Right. You to an engine and exactly. not like with like increasing the the price yeah. value. Yeah. And we had seen like some people on Twitter successfully use StubHub to buy their tickets that day from someone reselling them. So fortunately we were able to get those tickets. We did get some tickets on the level 200 of the arena. And our arena, the Allstate arena I think in Allstate, Rosemont, yeah. is only 200. So yeah. it's a pretty, like it's a smaller sized arena. And and for, just for transparency, we paid $288 per ticket after, like, taxes and fees that I'm sure we were paying Ticketmaster and StubHub taxes and fees at this point. Mm. It was $360 per ticket, which at that point, we were more than happy to pay. More than yeah. happy just to be there. I mean, we were desperate. We yeah. were desperate. Yeah,
0: but not not so desperate enough that we felt like we were going way over what we should be doing. Right. I mean, we did feel that, but we were like, honestly, with how expensive all of the tickets we seeing, this is, it's worth it. this is worth it. This because isn't as bad.
1: It, tickets, even on the same level, on the 200 level, were in the 500s. I even saw a ticket on that level for $1,000. Yeah. There was tickets in the 100 level that were, like, the lowest was like $708. Yeah. And then on the floor, everything was in the thousands, like at least 2000 right. for a floor, which those floor tickets were originally going for like 400 or 500 or something like that and that's
0: like it was like 450 500 right
1: essentially a hundred dollars more than what we ended up paying for our level 200 tickets so we were paying a 220 percent price increase for our tickets terrible Sounds. I mean when we're there we're never we're not even gonna think about how much we paid because it's gonna be incredible and we're gonna have the best time Mm -hmm. and everybody there is going to and it's really not gonna matter where we're at Mm -hmm. but like just the fact that this happen to so many people, this Mm -hmm. price increase, this insane amount, or people not being able to go because they can't, they've got priced out.
0: Or, okay, think about the armies who bought extra tickets for other armies, but had to pay that like really ridiculous price for it. And then now they're not able to resell their tickets because... Or get their money back because they spent so much on it. Oh,
1: we had so many people in our DMs who said, "Hey, this is my friend. She's an army. Like, I'll vouch for whatever." But their their tickets were like twenty eight hundred dollars for one yeah. ticket or something like that, which is fourteen hundred easily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we're so, like, "Oh
0: my gosh, no, we cannot. I can't we can't that. do that. Yeah." No.
1: So, it oh. was we feel really fortunate that we got the tickets we did for the price we did. Like there were definitely way more inflated yeah. prices. I like I feel like the person we got them from is army who was just trying to make back what they got or yeah. you know, and thankfully it wasn't too too crazy. Yeah. But
0: I will say StubHub is a pretty reliable site. So mm-hmm. whenever I did purchase it on StubHub, we got our tickets transferred to my Ticketmaster. Like it popped up in my Ticketmaster almost right away. And I thought, OK, this is legit. So I know that a lot of armies were hesitant about buying resale tickets from a third-party site but truthfully, StubHub is pretty reliable. Yeah. I would I would stand behind StubHub, I, mean, I guess. Ticketmaster I Ticketmaster is, is not a doing <laughs> us any
1: services. You know, Ticketmaster is not helping us out at all. Like, <laughs> yeah. fuck that. You know, yeah. use StubHub. Who cares? Like, it's all, it's propaganda that like, StubHub is not going to work out for us. Yeah. Like, it's working. People, People think that
0: they're going to like, get ripped off or that it's right. like, not going to work or something, which is so understandable. And I'm just grateful that we had the in unhypen ticketing mm-hmm. process that we felt more confident going into this ticket, I mean, this was like the backup of backup of backups. Like we went right. on a on a hike together, and we were both really sad. Oh and I
1: cried so Kayla, hard. Kayla, you
0: cried, and I was just like, "What's our next move?" What, I like, mean, we have to be. there I don't we have cry to often, be there. right? So
1: when I do, I'm sure you're like, "What the fuck do I do?" Because yeah. like I really don't cry like that, yeah. but. So, yeah, it was, but, it was tough.
0: I mean, we're out on this hike and I'm, like, pulling up StubHub. I'm like, and this I'm like is- <laughs>
1: maybe, maybe that's <laughs> an option.
0: <laughs> but we had kind of gotten to this point of accepting that we would maybe just have to be on the other side of not going to a concert. Because there's so many armies who don't get to go to BTS mm-hmm. concerts or these, these solo concerts that we're having now. We were
1: like, we'll watch through Twitter videos yeah. And we'll hear from it from Iconics. Like, we were so happy to hear about all of the Iconics that got tickets and that were going. I mean, initially, we saw so many of you guys that got pre-sale codes, that got in, that got tickets. Even, like, got tickets that weren't, like, crazy inflated, too. Like, Mm -hmm. amazing. Like,
0: face value, yeah. Face
1: value. Just awesome. We're so excited for you guys. Even in the midst of us being, like, worried if we would get tickets or not. We were like, okay, which Iconics can we have on the podcast to tell the story yeah of we we're concert. like do we just have
0: them on like right. we just don't even have a show for right. ourselves like we just have someone else on yeah,
1: yeah. it was ultimate pity party there for a moment moment but yeah. you know we made it work and we, we have tickets and we are going to the may 6th concert yeah in rosemont so iconics who are going like let's meet up yeah we'll have to plan something yeah i yeah. am so excited yeah yeah
0: All right, let's go ahead and get into On the Street. So this is a single that J-Hope just put out. So it was announced that he was going to be starting the process for the mandatory military service. And later that day of that announcement, he ended up announcing that he has a single on the street that was going to be released on March 3rd. So there was a lot of like whiplash there, because we're like, oh no, Hobie's the next one going. And then like... I don't know, four, six hours later, it's like, hope on the the street. I keep wanting to say hope on the street Uh because I've always called it that. So the single acts as this heartfelt message and gift to ARMY and BTS before he enters military service. It's really intended as a meaningful gift. And for J-Hope, it's to everyone who supports him as an
1: artist. Yeah, I just feel like, he announced it at the perfect time like he let us be a little bit sad for a minute about him officially announcing his enlistment and then you know yeah oh, but here's on the street this is my own here's little theory
0: on j-hope you know how like min yoongi saved 2020 uh-huh. like i felt like he saved 2020 uh-huh. with like d2 and all that i feel that j-hope has really saved army during all of this like military enlistment mm-hmm. stuff i mean of course we're getting all of the solo albums but i feel like when bts went on their indefinite break Mm -hmm. it was like jack-in-the-box hobie palooza like i literally coped with the news of bts like going on this break by buying hobie palooza tickets
1: right i mean he has been carrying us through chapter two so far yeah like i feel like that's very fair to say yeah constantly giving us like the hope and the support and the love Mm -hmm. and the incredible music and content whenever we need it Yeah. yeah for sure So
0: On the Street, the title directly calls back to Hope on the Street, which is a freestyle dance series that J-Hope has been doing since the start of BTS. On the Street's title refers to J-Hope's roots in the street dance and symbolizes the path he, quote, will continue to walk together with his fans. So per a press release from Big Hit, the, quote, street motive can also be interpreted as a metaphor for life as it is a place where many people's everyday lives pass by.
1: Yeah, which I feel like he uses that street motif a lot. Mm -hmm. Like you and I were talking about that when we were watching the music video earlier, just that J-Hope is on the street quite often here, like in Mm -hmm. arson and in ego with the street signs. And then even thinking about his Early dance videos, and even what he still sometimes will release with his his hope on the street videos, mm-hmm. and so this metaphor for life is like he's showing us his life in so many ways of his as he's on the street, and right. so I love that, especially in the video as they bring it to life because you can kind of see like people's lives passing by mm-hmm. in the street as he's delivering the song. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You even see that in Rush Hour. I mm-hmm. just think about Rush Hour too. Totally. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when the teaser for this song came out, we learned that it features J. Cole, who is definitely J-Hope's rap idol and lifelong favorite rapper. Um, The reveal in the teaser is so, so cool because you see J-Hope kind of walking up and you don't even really realize that there's someone behind him until he Mm -hmm. turns a quarter turn out of the way to stand next to them and you can see that it's j cole yeah um so freaking awesome because when they just announced the song they didn't announce it was featuring anyone so with the teaser it was that surprise and i'm a huge j cole fan i'm sure i've mentioned it on the podcast yes you are. but both my husband and i we really love j cole feel like we rank our favorite like american rappers like kendrick lamar j cole they're like the top two always up there always battling for first and I think that he's an incredible rapper and I love that J-Hope has always been a fan of him and sees him as this idol because I think that J. Cole's lyricism is like really next level mm-hmm. and I think that that's something that J-Hope must really appreciate about his lyrics and his rap. So it was cool. It was cool to see that he's featuring here in this song his his idol with him on of his course. last song before he enlists now. Oh Yeah. Makes such a statement. It, it makes, makes a, such a statement. It makes yeah. me think about Jen collabing with Coldplay, you know, like his favorite group right mm-hmm. before he enlists Like, that is such a cool thing to be yeah. able to do there.
0: I mean, there's countless callbacks for J Hope giving shout outs to J. Cole. Mm-hmm. I mean, even J Hope's name, Hope World, Cole World, like, yep. I, there's just so many parallels. He's his major idol, and it's just incredible that he was able to have him feature on this last single before he enters military service like it just feels like the perfect way to wrap up his kind of not his career but wrap up this this part of his career before he goes on this long indefinite kind of like break here right because
1: military service Yeah, yeah definitely J Hope has been a fan of J Cole for many, many years. He, when he met him at Lollapalooza, we saw this in um, the Jack in the Box documentary. But he mentioned J Cole's 2010 mixtape, Friday Night Lights, and. J. Cole was like, wow, like he was really taken aback by Mm -hmm. the fact that he's mentioning something that's that old. So he's kept up with him since then. Just a little bit of background on J. Cole, if you're not familiar, he is a critically acclaimed American rapper from North Carolina. He's won a Grammy for Best Rap Song. He's won a Billboard Music Award for Top Rap Album. And he's really well known for having the first rap album in history, Go Platinum with No Features, and that's his 2014 Forest Hill Drives album. That's one of my, I mean, top three favorite albums of his. Probably top two. It's so freaking good. And it's like, in rap, it's super common to have a feature. It's like, every single album has multiple features. Mm-hmm. Rap is a really collaborative art style. yeah. And so J. Cole, to have multiple albums with no features and for one of them to go platinum just shows how great his music is. Mm -hmm. He did not need a feature of another artist to bring more attention or Mm -hmm. more streams or, you know, more eyes to this album. It did it on its own. Right. Um, So he's a really iconic rapper. He is like one of the greats and it is like such, I mean, J hope knows it's such an honor for him to be here on this song. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Also, just want to mention here because he did like he's known for really not having features on his own album in the past j cole has been really known for not doing features yeah like he really does it's only been in the past few years that he started to feature on other people's music so the fact that that like it's the timing of this too the fact that this is happening now that didn't this didn't happen Two years ago, pre-pandemic, when Mm -hmm. they were thinking about enlisting back in 2018, it's happening now. Like this collab may not have happened back then. Yeah. But the fact that J Cole is doing features with people now, and he goes wholeheartedly into his features, as we'll really discuss later. Yeah. Um. But it sounds like he's very selective with it too. He's very selective. He's not just
0: featuring on anyone. Oh yeah. Didn't you mention something about him like bringing light to certain rappers too?
1: Yeah. Like he's done that. He has his own record label, Dreamville, and he does these albums called Revenge of the Dreamers. So far, there's three of them. And on these, he'll have like ciphers and even like full songs from different rappers that like he's bringing into his label that he's like really wants them to be on the come up that he's like, wow, this is someone who has really great talent. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like Jordan has... Become a fan of many different rappers that are like lesser known, but they have great rap um, just through those albums and yeah. through J. Cole. So yeah. it's awesome. He really uplifts. Um, it sounds like it so I'll
0: be curious to see like as of now when we're recording there's not a whole lot of behind the scenes of like the production and the collaboration that's gone on between these two but I would imagine that just J-Hope sharing his story of like how J. Cole has really inspired him and that he's listened to his I'm sure he shared with him like how he's listened to his music and how a lot of what he's done with his own music has stemmed from inspiration of J. Cole's music and I can see J. Cole being like I want to collaborate with you. Like right. I'm more than happy to, you know, just to to support and uplift J-Hope's right. career too. Right. I think that like and how important like clearly this is so important mm-hmm. and valuable. It's I so think valuable. Sees it's like that. he has to see how much of a statement this is for J-Hope to be like I'm about to go into military service and I'm going to have my biggest idol collab
1: here. Mm-hmm.
0: Like I mean all the parallels you know yeah. with like the j-hope the mm-hmm. hope world like mm-hmm. i just can't get past that yeah. yeah
1: yeah totally and
0: clearly j cole sees that and sees the value and i just love that he was so willing to yeah be on this song yeah that
1: he chose to collab amazing yeah. So let's get into uh, the song itself. Let's talk about the vibe and mm-hmm. production of it a little bit.
0: Yeah, so it was written by J-Hope, Jay Cole, and P-Dog, who also helped produce. So On the Street is a lo-fi hip-hop track with elements of boom-bap mixed with a catchy whistle hook. And, and it has an easy listening melody. And I would say that whistle is very prominent in this mm-hmm. song. It is the most standout part of the song. It is... This whistle is just so comforting to me. It's like a lullaby. It's something that your mom would whistle to you or whistle in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know, it just has this like
1: homey feel. Feels like yeah. you're just like, you feel safe. It feels cheerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's definitely all throughout the song. It's the part of the song that, like, gets stuck in your head. That's like, oh. man, I want to push play again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I also hear, like, it comes in at the beginning in the first verse and in the end, like, last chorus, the kind of record scratching in the background. I love that, that, like, classic hip-hop oh, style yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Throughout, throughout. Yeah.
0: yeah. Jay Cole's harmonies and vocals at the end of the song, I feel like, really adds to this serenity and peacefulness to the end of the song and conclusive too there at the end just to kind of hear him sing these these harmonies with j-hope's verse i love both of of them.
1: yeah j-hope's chorus and j cole harmonizing together both of Mm -hmm. them coming together at the end very cool effect and surprised to hear j cole harmonize like that too it was Mm -hmm. really lovely
0: yeah Um, overall it's very Heartfelt and hopeful. It evokes a lot of emotion and you feel this sense of gratitude too. Yeah. You feel the gratitude from J Hope. You feel like this, this hope that you, is everything is going to carry on mm-hmm. just fine. Yeah. I've cried
1: way more to oh, this song than I ever goodness. thought I would.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. I did not
1: think. I mean, the first time watching through, I was so emotional. I was like, texting you at five in the morning after watching Mm -hmm. it, like, I am so emotional. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't believe what this song did to me. Just, you know, instantly. It's like the astronaut all over again. Stop. But but you feel, you feel (sighs) that from J-Hope. And that was totally his intention of, he wanted to leave us with this incredibly loving, hopeful, like positive, warm song from him. You know, like the last bit of thing from him before, his enlistment right yeah yeah
0: and he achieved that for sure
1: we feel it so let's go ahead and get into the lyrics so for the chorus i just want to read the chorus and we'll talk we'll give our our thoughts Mm -hmm. he says every time i walk every time i run every time i move it's always for us every time i look every time i love every time i hope it's always for us I'm on the street still. And we really latched on to the use of us here and all that us represents. We feel like us can represent so many things, mm-hmm. like immediately feeling like us represents BTS and ARMY. Like the moves that he's making as he's he's working and planning his future, you know, those are the decisions that he's making for BTS or the decisions that he's making for ARMY. And he's he's thinking about... Who is idolizing him and having us in mind um, as he's resting, as he's working, you know? Yeah. Um, I just love the idea of this us here and everything. Even widening that to the us of the company or the us of the Korean culture that he represents wherever he goes. And, you know, I mean, so many different things, but it really feels intimate. It feels like the intimate us of BTS and ARMY.
0: Yeah. And I just also love that it includes himself. Mm -hmm. us him is he's included in that picture too right
1: it's not for you it's
0: not for you Mm right it's It's for for us yeah all together
1: yeah he's including himself in that I love that yeah
0: there's a lot of really significant words I feel in this chorus like you were saying the use of us but also the use of run you think of run bts the the song Mm -hmm. the tv show (laughs) the Run yeah. the song. Um, it's very much a BTS phrase of mm-hmm. them saying that's them working hard, right. like diligently. Right. Um, the use of hope. I mean, hope is in his name, J Hope. He's talked about how, how much he wants to embody hope, how seriously he takes being that that hopeful light for the members, but also like his a part of his personality, like mm-hmm. something he lives by, and then also to repeat over and over every time. He says every time, every time, every time. And yeah. it's just truly in every moment, mm-hmm. even when he's resting, he is showing how we are all in his thoughts. Right. You know, everything he does right. is for us.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The every time.
0: Yeah. Overall, just like thinking about how mindful he is of others. I'm just feeling how grateful I am for him and amazed who he is as a person. Like Mm I, when we were researching, I really came to this conclusion of just like J-Hope is so selfless Mm -hmm. and doesn't have a whole lot of resentment Mm -hmm. and that he just seems to be able to like go with the flow so well. And whether he's working really hard or taking the time to rest, like I just feel like he, is so grounded yeah. all the time like mm. he's just such a well-rounded individual
1: yeah we have wondered so much in the past like how BTS can possibly grasp this situation that they're in and deal with the level of stardom that they have and all of the responsibilities that they have and how hard that may must be and how really no one has been in their position here like people Mm -hmm. have been in similar situations for sure but their unique situation no one has experienced and so it would be hard for them to really get advice from someone that can truthfully resonate with them yeah and so how does J-Hope, who's also been through it all, you know, but it's, he seems like he's so well-adjusted. He's so well-adjusted to yeah. it. Like you said, grounded. He's just able to roll with the punches and able to come out of it thinking positively and thinking hopefully about what's coming up next. Yeah. It seems like he's able to spin any situation into something that he can find hope in.
0: yeah. yeah Yeah. a positive one or at least like he can overcome it i don't know he's just
1: he can really overcome it yeah
0: that's what i find so inspiring about him it's just like his character i don't know like i don't feel like there's many people like that you Mm know
1: oh yeah he's so special he's so special So let's go ahead and talk about his first verse here. Yeah.
0: So I'll go ahead and just read his verse. He says, My two feet walk willingly anywhere, Jay in the air. For the path I'm on to became one of hope. I gave my all. Even my walk was made of your love and your faith to repay you even from afar, just like a butterfly. Now just walk lightly wherever you want. Go on, hopefully, wherever you walk, in these streets um, imbued with someone's breath, I leave my soul and my eternity. Everywhere I'll be. Wow, it's so good. It's a it's a send off message. Mm-hmm. Like these are his last pieces of advice and just themes he wants to share with Army before he. Goes into military
1: service. Mm-hmm. Like, here's what I'm leaving you with. Mm-hmm. Here's what I want you to think on and ponder for the next 18 months. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The line that really stands out to me is when he says, my two feet walk willingly anywhere. feels like that's just really him embodying hope. Mm-hmm. And that even through the really tough times or where whatever he was asked to do, it seemed like he was very willingly to go through it, like, it, you know, on his own will. And it's I his feel choice. That's, that's something that ARMY thinks a lot about, is mm-hmm. like, what is BTS made to do? What are they, you know, what are they told they essentially have to do? Mm-hmm. And it just seems like he's so committed to who he is and to the group and to ARMY. He's so dedicated that, like, he's willingly... Doing a lot of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. To go anywhere. Yeah, that's comforting to me. Yeah. 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 Um, Jay in the air, we think is just so great because obviously Jung Ho Sock, Jay Hope, Jay, if you will, but also
1: Jay Cole. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that moment too. Um, a line that stuck out to me was the just like a butterfly line. Now just are to repay you even from afar, just like a butterfly, which is like, you know, I always think about butterflies being like spirits of like loved ones that visit you. Oh, yeah. Like there's a very strong belief in my family of that being a thing. Um, like I witnessed it, experienced it a lot growing up. I've experienced it in like adulthood where I just have such a strong sense of This is my grandpa and he's Mm -hmm. here with me when I really needed this comfort right now. And so just the this butterfly, like J-Hope in spirit coming to us to comfort us, you know, to repay us from afar Mm -hmm. for all of the love and faith that we've given him. Um, And it's just another comforting thing of like even when he is enlisted and, you know, he's even further away, you know, just to kind of think about that he'll he can come to us totally. you know figuratively I,
0: it, it has such a um a spiritual mm-hmm. meaning to it you know mm-hmm. and i i do feel like that's the intention of using the word butterfly here mm-hmm. um is and it makes to, me
1: think of butterfly h-y-y-h
0: h-y-y-h of course of always course. The queen. yeah yeah um but that we can still feel connected with him yeah. you know even from afar yeah that's totally. what the butterfly really is yeah, yeah. the second half of the verse, like all of it is really just as his last words of wisdom for us mm-hmm. and how he wants us to live in his absence. Yeah. And so the terms like walk lightly, that piece of advice just like really hit me hard. It hit mm-hmm. me so hard. This is the part of research where I just started weirdly bawling my eyes out. <laughs> Kayla, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, like I, could, was weird. <laughs> I couldn't stop crying. I, I was crying a lot though. Mm-hmm. Like the tears are just coming and it's because as such an anxious person who lives in a state of constant worry and fear that I just like always want to be trying to get out of Mm -hmm. this, like, so simply stated piece of advice of walk lightly made me feel like walk without worry. Mm -hmm. Like everything's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like you don't, not everything has to be the end of the world, Mm -hmm. you know? take it take it lightly and keep moving Mm -hmm. right walk lightly Mm -hmm. and I just don't be weighed
1: down by the worry right yeah it he's inspiring you to do that
0: totally Mm -hmm. and to just keep going on hopefully wherever I think that's just when I think of hope obviously I think of just like positively and optimistically for the future and worry and concern can so rip that away is hope the opposite of worry potentially yeah that's kind of like where i'm at right now like Like, should we talking through it
1: actively hoping when we are in the most worry Mm -hmm. it's probably the time that hope is the hardest to find yeah is when we are experiencing the most worry
0: it just shows that j-hope really has embodied hope Mm -hmm. like he really knows what it Mm -hmm. means to be
1: hopeful and he definitely knows what it means to worry he spoke about it in the past in his music before go listen to what is yeah yeah oh my gosh yeah, yeah. so I, I it's just a great piece of advice like of i feel advice. like for a him for his
0: message to be in this song other than like obviously like thinking of us that everything he's done for us like his gratitude mm-hmm. but like his last little piece of advice for army is don't like walk lightly to keep going mm-hmm. and to have
1: hope yeah Love it. Perfect. Walk lightly. Right. Go on hopefully. Um, and I love that he ends it with everywhere I'll be because it was just like again hearkening back to like that butterfly, the spiritual visiting, you know, like mm-hmm. he, he'll be with us and, you know, we can always think of each other during this time right. of separation. Um, such a comfort. It is. So let's go ahead and get into J. Cole's verse and like I said earlier, like Jake Cole, he is like he does not do a lot of features, but when he does a feature, he really goes in on it. Like he spends his time making sure that this is like an incredible verse that he's contributing here. This is a really long verse.
0: It's so long. It's he's like the majority half the of the song. song. Yeah. yeah.
1: I would say like generously half the song, you mm-hmm. know, it really feels like he comes in and he just takes over the song here for him. I mean, I'm living for it. I think it Me too. works. It's so amazing. Oh yeah. Um, okay. So in his first stanza, I'm not going to read all of his verse because his it's verse so is so long. long Yeah, and you can hear it. It's in English, but just to break it down a little bit in the first one where he's talking about all hail the mighty survivor of hell, this is like Talking about, it's reminding me of his, his origin story, you know, like he grew up with a single mom, North Carolina, like it wasn't always the best, like sometimes money tight, like not always the best situations, but he got out of that. He went to college. He had a lot of regret for like leaving his mom when he was in college, you know, and just kind of like battling with that. And so, and then he had to come up throughout the music industry and like put his rap out there and make a name for himself. And so I feel like he's really talking and expressing about the story struggle of his origin story at the beginning and he's talking about selling his holy water which is like his music his lyrics anything that he can get that he knows people are just eating up drinking up loving and already here in his verse we're getting like religious themes like immediately at the beginning
0: yeah he really depicts his origin story with using these religious terms Mm -hmm. so when I first started hearing his verse I was like oh there, you know, there's like religious elements to this. Yeah. Yeah. Which is intentional on his part for what he wants to say. Yeah. Yeah. So later on in his verse, he kind of starts to correlate or talk about how his music intentions at some point did start to become motivated by money is Mm -hmm. what it seems like. But also that selling his lyrics like couldn't be beat that like he's basically saying that no one could do it better than him. Like, he's kind of hyping himself up here, which he so deserves to be able to do this, because he... Does write such profound lyrics that really speak to so many people. And so he knows his place in the industry. So this is his his moment to be like, I'm a big name. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and like what you what you said earlier, he can be choosy. He's choosy with what he collaborates on and what deals he decides to go with. He goes in, his next part of his verse is where he gets more into the religious themes because he says that he has a friend who's smart as fuck but stupid as hell, and goes into talking about how he's so stupid because he doesn't believe that God is real. Mm-hmm. And J. Cole is like, as if the universe is not enough evidence for you, as if volcanoes can't erupt as if birds don't chirp as if a trillion nerves don't work in the human body like and then I just just to continue shit who would I be Mm -hmm. if without the creator of this theater beside me to gently guide me it is just such a I mean this is really where his verse is like oh dang like pop the fuck off J. Cole I just love that he he shares his personal belief in God here through observance of the world and the universe as like this is the only evidence that you need just look around you and the experience because that's personally how like I've also connected to a belief in God like I grew up very religious going to church every week you know my parents relate every single thing back to God Mm -hmm. and like I think going to church is a great way to connect with the community if that's your desire and that's your goal but that never really made me feel connected to God as Mm -hmm. like a spiritual being you know and where I've most felt connected to God or like had like that like wow like this is really real like this is not something that could just come from nothing like there's too many things that Mm -hmm. point to a higher power was when I'm out in nature and when I'm like really observing the world around us and all of the beauty in it and Mm -hmm. all of the miracles in just the existence of what we have here Mm -hmm. and so I just love that he's framing it this way. Yeah, yeah. yeah and really and I think you're it. not
0: alone in that a lot of people feel a sense of spirituality when they're immersed in nature yeah. because because of the complexity of this world that we live in, you know. I found it to be interesting that he kind of used this route of like, hey, my friend doesn't believe in God because he can't see it for himself like there's no proof of it and for him to be like look at the complexity and beauty of this world like this natural world that we live in there there's more there's something greater how could you not think that when you think about like I really resonated with the complexity of just like a trillion nerves and the human body Mm -hmm. don't work like yeah, like the human body is amazing. Right. Like it's really, it's so complex. How do we have these these nerves that we can, you know, be spent? Our muscles can move by our brain telling it to move, right. and like our like senses. It yeah, like like it, you don't it's believe so in God.
1: Look in the mirror. Complex, you mm-hmm. know,
0: like when you get down to that like cellular cellular level, right. but then you can think as grand as the universe, right. you know, and how just like. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm getting chills thinking about it. But, yeah. you know, like, I just felt like that was a different perspective, you know, and great for him to share it in this way, I suppose. Yeah,
1: I think it's a great way to share it. And I love that, like, it's here on a J-Hope song. Right. Like, J-Hope, of who is, like, to do super hopeful, but I don't feel like really he's talked a lot about God, you know? I feel like we kind of have a feeling that he believes in higher power but yeah. like it's not something that he's really no. gone into you know so i'm sure
0: he was just grateful that yeah. you know j cole was sharing what was on his chest mm-hmm. what he wanted to rap about
1: right and i think it's a it's a it's a great really really great verse mm-hmm. it made me think like of nam june also like because he's really questioned like god and he's like agnostic doesn't know if god exists yet he loves nature he loves you know like he's fascinated by the world and like juning has become like army's favorite pastime because of his encouragement to get out and explore and where that's like where many people really feel most connected with god mm-hmm. namjoon is still questioning we and need, so i hope namjoon hears this verse and is like is we, need this about
0: me? we need a response yeah, we need, we That's need what a response verse we need from so then we can we can hear namjoon's take on it right
1: where he'll be like just because the water flows does not mean that <laughs> right. right he'll like <laughs> right. give some hella deep like <laughs> yeah. philosophical shit yeah yeah that he wrote while sitting next to the han river yeah yeah anyways i just thought that was interesting yeah. especially with him being like so close to j-hope and this being on of course, j-hope's yeah. song
0: Uh huh. but there at the end of j cole's verse um here he says like well i guess this isn't the end of the verse but the end of this part of where he's discussing yeah Yeah, the stanza of talking about god he acknowledges god for creating who he is and like gently guiding him in life but also here he starts to mention that he's questioning if he should pick a different hobby Mm -hmm. and we can kind of infer this as like, should he start to move away from rap?
1: Right, because I mean, this is something that we've previously we've talked so many times about, like BTS wanting to like think about, am I moving on from what I'm doing? Do I still want this or not? Or I've brought up a time or two, like how Kendrick has like wanted to step away from mm-hmm. being at the forefront of the rap scene, and now, Nam June wants to. Nam June wants to. Yeah, he wants like, to be we, a human right be a human first right he wants to be a human before he does do some more art. art yeah and then like Jake cole you mentioned earlier how he is he does like the revenge of the dreamers and he has his own record label so maybe he wants to be more in that arena and being you know searching for talent and bringing them up and fostering those careers yeah. you know instead of him at the forefront and so yeah
0: taking on more of being a role at the label right yeah and helping and inspiring artists or aspiring artists my gosh apparently (laughs) his
1: next album is his last album so this really must be a question Uh on his mind here that so it's cool that he's rapping about it here. yeah yeah he goes into the next stanza to like kind of think about that more Uh and it seems like for now he's like I'm, I might stay with where I'm at. He talks about that pr- rap is pretty much all that he knows and that it's hard to let go. And then he relates it to this analogy, like a father watching his daughter walk down the altar. You got to let her grow. And I love how in the music video during this line, like when he's pausing in the in the verse, he kind of has this like faraway look in his eyes before he says you got to let her grow. It's like he kind of really thinks and it's like it's really reflecting back on like that whole lifetime that he grew up with her you know and then realizing you gotta let her go and so I feel like he's relating this to his music career and growing into that next chapter and being really proud of what he's created and what he's raised up in his career Mm -hmm. but knowing that he might have to let that go or change roles
0: a little bit not so much like letting go of it because you know even when your daughter gets married she's still in your life she's still a part but you're just no longer that I mean you're still that father figure right. but you're just less of that because you're, she's fully grown at this point so right. I feel like rap and music will still always be in his life mm-hmm. he's just maybe not directly rapping and creating
1: music or doing it as his like main thing right. you know it might just be every once in a while you know just like a dad steps in Every once in a while, you know. And he yeah. also has a daughter in real life. So I'm sure that this line, he he's also thinking forward to when he actually has that moment with her. Yeah. Um, it's really powerful. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: But then, at the very last bit of his verse, he kind of backpedals a little bit. Because he's really imagining, like, what it would be like to, like, kind of move on or move past rap, you mm-hmm. know, onto something else. But then he ends up saying this line of as the moon jumps over the cow, like this very reversed contraindicating of like wanting to move away from the rap scene, but also like he has this greed and hunger for mm-hmm. achievement. Mm-hmm. So he is like, it's a little backwards, you know, here, like I'm kind of contraind- contradicting myself, but like he ends up saying the more I eat, the more I get stronger. Right. Um, and so he does have that, that hunger for more. And we feel like that so strongly connects to how J-Hope feels mm-hmm. too. Like J-Hope so strongly talks about his hunger for achievement during Jack in the Box when he, I mean, the discussion that he has in More and yep. arson, like yep. arson where he's like, I'm straight up burnt out. I can't do anymore. I'm burnt to the ground. But yet like he still wants more. He still could continue with it, you know? So... Mm-hmm. So clearly these two both have this in common where they both have a hunger for more and feel conflicted about it because it is exhausting, but they still desire to keep putting out music and keep working hard. Yeah,
1: just thinking about that and thinking about how they both share this desire that J. Cole is rapping about, it really makes me want more behind the scenes of how this was put together, the communication between them, and just because I feel like J. Cole being J Hope's just idol, mm-hmm. that so much of J. Cole's verse here could speak to J-Hope and to speak to like wisdom that J-Hope was seeking, or even just like themes that J Hope was wanting represented in this song. I'm just curious as to you how what those conversations that did. were like. Yeah. yeah. Because I see so much of this and thinking like, wow, this really must mean so much to J-Hope to like hear these words from him mm-hmm. and to know that it's here on this song. And then here at the at the end of his verse oh my god fucking iconic he says j-hope cole world iconic yeah that is iconic yeah like he always says cold world every single song for him to like call out j-hope and then call out himself incredible like i feel like j-hope must have cried the first time that he heard that he must have just been like in utter shock he probably's like everything's complete like everything
0: everything has been done right right? like
1: my name is next to his name in a song he said it life complete yeah yeah totally (laughs) totally also, Hope World, like you mentioned earlier. Hope World. Hope World, Hope World. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. Love the whole lyrics so, so much. And I feel like the music video goes along with the lyrics and the vibe of yeah. the song really well, as well. Yeah.
0: So we're going to just briefly talk about the music video here, just some key moments for discussion that we really found to stick out in the music video is at the very beginning we have this kid with J-Hope in the streets yeah, of New York City here and this kid, I feel like it's very important to note that he has headphones in. And he goes up to J Hope, and they have this informal handshake together, and they even kind of high five. We think that it's really representative of the kid looking up to j-hope you know he looks up to him j-hope is kind of like his idol his hero you know he's like i want to be like you um and i just feel like the headphones are significant because of just the connection of music you know it seems like he's listening to music and potentially he's
1: being inspired by j-hope's music that he puts out definitely definitely also just where this music video starts is the same setting as one of J. Cole's music videos, his Simba music video, which is like, oh my gosh, 2007? I, I, 2007, 2007 is, is when where it came I out? Oh my yeah. gosh, crazy. So like J-Hope like, knew that setting and was like, I want my video with J. Cole to be there. Very cool. So it's a street in Brooklyn. And later on in the video also, we see the Manhattan Bridge in the background. So just a really cool cityscape that we see for mm-hmm. the setting here.
0: A lot of deep thought on J-Hope's part, which you know he always pays attention to these Every details. details. Every mm-hmm. detail. So neat that, that he came up with the idea of shooting the music video in mm-hmm. Brooklyn here. You see him freestyle dancing uh, during the chorus in the middle of the street. We just feel like that is so true to who J-Hope is and his origin story. And of course with this, we ended up getting some choreography and a dance challenge, which is just so so wonderful like we really should learn the choreography because J-Hope even put out like this little infographic of like yes. how to do the dance moves it's just great to to have like a little infographic mm-hmm. on it but also we see him doing like the TikTok challenges too mm-hmm. where you can see him uh, doing it with Jimin and Yeah. so we have like the J-Hope and Soap
1: which Amazing. is like some
0: of our favorite J-Hope ships yeah. honestly at this and point. And the
1: Soap one was at the same place where the Jack in the Box Launch party was so. Oh my god, was it really? Uh-huh. See, I even thought about I that. just felt like that was significant. Yeah, that is. I love that for J Hope. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, maybe it's because
0: here. yoongi couldn't have, he wasn't able to attend. Mm. Oh oh I don't know
1: okay anyway so I love to see that too and the tiktok dance like j-hope did the dance with some txt members also there's a couple other like groups that have done the dance too so and there's a ton of army who are doing the dance obviously too and Mm -hmm. I saw that like j-hope through bts's tiktok account commented on an army's tiktok like this he said love you like to like in response to her dance like I just think it's amazing yeah so yeah the choreo is incredible Mm -hmm. it's super fun Also, later on in the video, we see J-Hope freestyle dancing in the subway station. We see him kind of like walk underground. He puts his hood up and it's perfect. It's like at the same time of J. Cole's verse. J. Cole is like delivering it from the rooftop and uh, J-Hope is like literally underground in the subway station freestyle mm-hmm. dancing it also immediately made me think of the danger video where bts is dancing in the subway station oh, yeah it just took me right it took to me that. there too
0: yeah. like whenever j-hope's getting ready to like do his dance yeah. during j cole's verse i'm just like yo danger da, yeah da, da. like i immediately started like singing danger in my head that's that how much like the same shot it's so reminiscent yeah, yeah so much so uh-huh yeah but As the music video goes on, we see J-Hope comes out of the subway station and goes up to the rooftop to meet J. Cole. And there we see these two shake hands and embrace one another. And it's really this full circle moment in the music video. And you get this, like, it's the exact same shot of yeah. like the kid with J Hope at the beginning, but now we have J Hope with J. Cole, which right. we know that J. Cole has always been J Hope's inspiration. And so like he's always looked up to him and here he is. Like they're both like really big names in the industry. So we just love that. Yeah. That full circle moment, yeah. you know, at the start like, and the
1: end. It's like J Hope, who was that kid who was looking he was up that to kid. his oh, yeah. you know, his idol mm-hmm. is now meeting and meeting his idol here on the rooftop yeah even. making
0: his way up from the subway mm-hmm. right like yeah. he was the
1: in the underground
0: dance scene. right yeah literally
1: and, and where he started in the underground dance scene with neuron yeah you know um doing that and street dancing to get his start all the way up to rooftops with j cole mm-hmm
0: J-Hope, oh, how are you so incredible? What beautiful imagery. He he is a visionary, and we have learned that, especially with Hope in the Box. What, I keep forgetting the name of the documentary. Is it Hope in the Box?
1: Yeah, I think so, J-Hope oh. in the Box. I think J-Hope so. in the Box? Uh-huh. I okay, mean, I can't remember now. Yeah, it's so like hard you- because I just want to call it Jack in the Box. I know, yeah. I know. But really seeing all of his attention to detail in that just reframes for me how much attention he puts into each one of these little projects like for this whole work of on the street you can see his the details Mm -hmm. and what he felt like was important to show and i feel like way back when when we always used to say like everything means something with bts like when it comes to j cole or j-hope Everything means something. It's
0: always meaningful. It's always intentional.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he thinks it
1: through so much. Oh, yeah, I loved it. I, I loved love it on the too. street. I'm mm-hmm. playing replay every single day, Me too. just listening to it. I
0: mean, what a gift! We mm-hmm. had Jack in the Box, so like, I honestly, it's it's not like I didn't think anything of it. I was excited for it, but it just ended up being this like ultra special song, and I. It brings tears to my eyes. It feels so hopeful. It's a warm embrace. It's a terrific song, and like honestly, it just—he blew me away once again. How does he keep doing it? Yeah, J Hope, great vibes from
1: J Hope incredible feature from J. Cole right what a like probably a lifetime goal of J. Hope to have this collab here. this is going
0: out with a bang yeah. right here incredible
1: yeah. so proud of him so happy for him and so grateful for this song like such a surprise mm-hmm. we, we were not expecting to get anything else from him before enlistment so no. we loved it we hope that you guys loved it too and please let us know what you think about our thoughts on the song itself let us know what you think about this episode you can mm-hmm. always reach out to us on email or social DM um, and we do want to say a special thanks to our patreon supporters especially our vip iconics eileen michelle deja meg rachel robin emily madison holly and sophia thank you guys so so much for all of your support thank and you. we look forward to seeing you all next monday at the iconic hangout yeah, yeah we're so looking forward to it yeah anyways we love you
0: yeah thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts